0: I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe
1: some of what I'm saying will I go through. Hey, welcome back to Trust God, Bro. Today we have a special episode. And this was about a year ago uh, in February. My dad asked me if I wanted to give a talk at the Peoria Jam county jail and they do like three services there Sunday morning and um so he asked me if I want to do one of them since he was doing the other two and just to kind of split it up and so I agreed and um right around that same time when I was preparing I got the norovirus so I felt super sick had like a ton of like diarrhea (laughs) the two nights before but I ended up still doing it and anyways it was really awesome just to hear so in this you'll hear about um Galatians 2 11 through 14 and how Peter was not walking and step with the gospel because he says that we're saved by faith alone in Jesus, but in his life, he does something completely the opposite. And so you kind of see how we can battle these lies that we have to do things that are outside of the gospel using the gospel. And so I think what's cool about this is that I asked the guys, what do you think the gospel is? And one guy shared what he thought. He said, Pretty much to be humble and to, it unites us and this you can kind of see how much of a need there is for a proper view of the gospel. And it, it just kind of makes my heart hurt almost for people that don't know the gospel of Jesus Christ and how important it is. And before every service, the guys would come up and they share a testimony or something going on in the lives. So right before that, that's kind of the context of when I start talking about this. So yeah, enjoy this episode. Uh, thanks for sharing, guys. I mean, it really does like mean a lot. Just like what God has done in your lives. And so in Genesis, it says, What you meant for evil, God meant for good. And that's the anthem of what God is about. He takes things that are bad and seem very terrible that have happened in our lives and he uses them for good. So Joseph said that right after his brothers they threw him in a pit and they were gonna sell him into slavery, man, and they, like they they were out for him. They just he like had a good life and they're like, man, like he this guy is like we gotta get rid of our brother. He's he was their brother. And so what happened was that God used all those evil things that happened in his life. Like he was He was in a jail, and, like, he helped, like, save one of the other guys there. You know, he he was was about to get executed, but God worked through his life in that way. And then there was a famine, and during that time of the famine, God used him to save the rest of his family. And so this is the anthem of what God's about. And for each one of your lives, God's working a redemptive purpose for what even, like, seems bad. And so it's like it's like just hearing last service too, like people share their testimonies of what God has done. And it really is true. God really is working a redemptive purpose for those that love him. And so today I wanted to talk about Galatians. I've just been studying on on my own. And so I'll just give you guys a little bit of context of what's going on here. So it's like, there's Paul. He's writing this letter. So Paul used to be a guy who's going around killing Christians. And so he used to be so zealous for God, like he was like, he was a Jew. And so he was saying that Jesus Christ, he's not actually God. Like, you know, it's like he came here, but like he's not actually who he says he is. And so he hated Christians so much that he was going around and he was killing them all. He was going, I was like, all right, you guys. And so this is who he was. But one day he was going to another place to kill some more Christians, and he met Jesus on this road, and Jesus said, I'm going to use you, I'm going to take you from what you've been doing, and I'm going to change your life, and you're going to use the preach the gospel to tell people that, like, Jew, non-Jew, all people can be saved through Jesus Christ, and so, this is really another case of, like, God doing what he's done before, it's like, what you meant for evil, God meant for good, it's like, he's taking this thing, is this guy that was like, dude, like, He's killing Christians, but I'm going to use you for a specific purpose that all people can come to know me. Because at this point they were just kind of preaching the gospel to the Jews. And so this letter is written by Paul to the Galatians. So, you know, he was like building tents at this time because he was also working a job, but he's also going into synagogues telling people, hey, this man Jesus, like he came to die for our sins, like we're all sinners, and through faith in him we can be raised to new life as Jesus was raised to new life. So it's like... He's preaching this, and people become Christians. And so in Galatia now, there's a church. And so he's writing to these Galatians, because not long after they started a church, they are now listening to these false teachers. And these false teachers said, it's not just Jesus, but you also have to follow these Jewish laws. You have to be circumcised. You have to have, like, special diet restrictions. So if you guys are tracking, it's like they're just they're kind of going away from what he's originally told them. And, like, this whole letter is about him, like, talking to the Galatians, trying to, like, build an argument, trying to persuade them. It's like, no, it's like, this is, like, built on Jesus. And he's trying to tell them, like, what it, the gospel is. And he's trying to be, like, very clear. So it's like, I just want to ask you guys, like, what is the gospel? Like, if someone that walked up you on the street and was like, hey, man, what's the gospel? Like, what would you guys think he would say? Like, I, I mean, like, if someone wants to, like, I can give them the mic and just like, hey, man, like, someone want to share the gospel to me?
0: Like, I think as far as you said, what is the gospel? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, like, spreading the word and just being more humble, you know, because, like, you see, like, I've been going to jail since I was 13. you mm-hmm. now like, do two, three years, get out, go right back, and do the same thing. But, like, I'm not big on religion, but I think the gospel is just trying to let go. Like, forgive or let go, you know, you better forget or forget. Like, they say God can forgive, you can't too, but. It's hard sometimes I like for people to forget, but the gospel, like, I just tell you this, you gotta humble yourself, you gotta change something. If you change one small thing, eventually it'll get bigger and bigger, and people will see it. And they, they might notice it and take heed and join you. But you know, most of the time, a lot of people, they scared because of judges judge, you know? Like, it's crazy, I only got one brother, this is my little brother right here. And like, it's, I didn't want him to be in jail, you know, but I never was really there to eat, like, showing which way to go. But, you know, this is life, I don't blame, like, I don't blame myself for being here, but at the same time, I do it because I want to show them the way. You know, I was just living doing what I wanted to. But, I think the gospel was dead, It's like just bringing everybody together as one. Like, I feel like God just put me here to see him, because I took this free work job, but I was in the street still doing little things, carrying guns, doing all that. Like right now I just got another gun charge. And I, like I'm, I'm facing time. Like I ain't really stressing about the time, but it's crazy. Because like I'm here, I know I'm going to eat, I'm going to be safe, I ain't worried about, about doing nothing. But it's just me being there to see my brother. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with it, but it's crazy for me to be satisfied to see my brother in jail. You know, that's just how life is. But the Godfather, right, I guess, just being humble yourself, on something good in your heart to create to be something better like if I could, I I'd do this time and my time for go on be my with my mom, you know, but I don't I don't blame nobody or I don't want to try to take this wrong, but I don't feel sorry for no one being in jail because we all knew it was something. It's like putting your hand on fire, your mom said you don't do it to get burned, you still do. It. You know, you break the law, you go to jail. Like my situation, somebody else fed me to the police, but it still was my decision. they went I pick that gun, I knew I get caught in back to jail. So I don't blame them one feel sorry for no one. I just feel like coming here, we should take the word and use it to our advantage. Like I wasn't planning on coming to church like him, like he, he was my cellular minute, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, he kept saying, like, man, just go to church, man. Just come on. Just, you know. God put people in certain certain things in your life and you'll see it through different. But I'm not big on religion, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not a Christian, I'm not a Muslim, I just. I believe more like like science, just just I know it's something else greater than me, something else outside of there. But it's like you gotta take it and, and be humble, followers, you know. Whatever you feel is is best for you, that's what you follow. And use it to your advantage and, and spread what's positive. You know, so I I thank him for a lot of things, you know, but I thank a lot of people, well I think like, I thank God for putting me here to see my brother, you feel know? me, that's just it's
1: light, but you gotta take what you can and deal with the bad and deal with it in light just go along with it. Mm. That, that's what I think it is in my personal opinion. Yeah. You no, know, that's what I think it is. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Man. So it's like really, yeah, the gospel does like bring us together, but it's like it's built upon the reality of Jesus. So it's like Jesus was a real historical figure who walked this earth. You know, 2,000 years ago, and he died the death that we could never die and lived a life that we could never live so that we could have life in him. And so, and that's a result of like, the gospel. It does bring unity and all these things. Um, but it's through Jesus and not anything we can do. We can never work our way to heaven. We can never do enough good things because we're, we're not, we'll never be good enough because God's so, he's like up here, and like we're never going to get up there. And so, yeah, I'll read what we're about to read. It's in Galatians two eleven, 11. Um, and I, I guess I'll say, like, one thing about, like, the gospel. So, like, imagine for a second you guys are all Lois Lane. So do you guys know who Lois Lane is? He's, like, oh, yeah, she's, like, Superman's girlfriend. So, like, you know, we got, like, 20, 30 Lois Lanes here. And so it's for a moment she's always, like, getting mixed up and, like, she's trying to, she's a reporter. So she's trying to... Get people, like, you know, get the biggest scoop. And so she's getting in trouble as she's doing this a lot of times. So, like, one time she's, like, on this plane trying to figure out what's going on here. And all of a sudden she gets tied up. It's like, hey, we're going to get rid of was Lane. So this plane's flying through there. They're about to drop her off. They're about to drop you guys off. So it's like, dude, you're about to follow this plane. So all of a sudden you're falling down. It's like you have no hope. It's like, dude, you're in despair. It's like there's nothing you can do. And all of a sudden Superman comes and swipes you up. And you're just like, thank you. Thank you for saving me. And it's like, that's what Jesus is. He's our savior. You know, it's like, thank you, Jesus. I trust in you and I trust in you alone. And so, yeah, we're going to read Galatians 2:11 through 14. And I'll kind of like explain it a little bit. Um, but when Cephas, so Cephas is Peter, came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. So, it's kind of confusing a little bit, but what he's saying is that it's like, Peter, you're being a hypocrite, because, you know, as soon as these, like, Jews come around, you stop eating with, like, us, like, the non-Jewish people, because he's trying to, like, appease them and, like, make them, like, happy, and so he's kind of, like, changing what he's saying, and what Paul's saying is, like, that's not in step of the gospel. That's not what, that's not the good news, like, I preach to you, it's like, He's he's kind of saying it's like hypocrisy and all this stuff like being a hypocrite. That's not like that's not part of the gospel. Like you have no part in this. And so he, this is part of the argument of why like these guys have been like listened to the wrong gospel. And so what you have here is like you have the Jews who are like man like I'm a I'm a Jewish Christian. It's like I'm so good like God save me. I deserve it. You know it's like but then you have like the non-Jews the Gentiles who are like man God save me. But it's like I guess, he, like, Jesus saved me, but it's, like, out of obligation. Like, he doesn't actually love me, you know? It's like, I'm a second-class Christian. Like, no one cares. Um, and so, what you, you have this both sides. You have this pride, and you have this despair of the results of these, these guys. But what really, the gospel speaks to both. So, the gospel says, you can't be prideful for what you've done. Because it's not what you've done. It's what Jesus did for you. And then you have despair. It's like you're righteous in God's eyes. If you put your faith in Jesus, God looks down and he smiles because he sees his son, what Jesus did, and not anything that you did. And you can rejoice because you're righteous in his sight. Not because of anything that you did, but because of what Jesus did, that you can be considered righteous. And so that's what the gospel says to both sides. like pride and despair. It's like there's no Christian that will ever live and be prideful. You can't be. If you're a Christian, it's like, you're claiming Jesus. It's like, there's no place for that. And so and when he sees this, Peter, when he sees Peter being a hypocrite, he's like, man, this is not step of like the gospel. And so there's this guy, Mostak, he's a singer. He tweeted something. He's not like a big singer, but I guess he's had some success because he tweeted this and he said, man, I woke up stressed, anxious, bought a flight to, at 4 a.m. And I bought a flight to Dubai. And, you know, I'll be back when I feel my head's cleared up, you know? Most of us, like, when we feel, like, anxious or stressed when we wake up, we just go back to sleep, you know? We don't have the money to, like, go buy a trip to Dubai or whatever and come back. But basically, something profound was going there in his head. It's like we all kind of have the same thing of, like, we wake up and there's certain lies, you know, we're telling ourselves. And Peter was having the same thing. He was having these lies of, like, man, like, I need something else besides Jesus. Like, I'm going to have to, like, prove myself, like, I need to like go along with these Jewish Christians. I got, but it's like, when you start listening to these lies, it's like you're stepping away from the gospel. And so like in the same way, we have these lies as we wake up, you know what saying? It's like, you're not worth anything. Like you're a failure. You can never do anything right. It's like, you're not unique or like everyone around you, you just hurt everyone. Like no one loves you. Like no one cares about you. Um, and there's hundreds of these lies. You know, we all like have them. We all struggle with it. But it's like, the thing with it is they're partially true. You know, at the end of the day, it's like I'm not perfect. Like I'm, I'm, like I am. I'm like, I'm, I'm a failure. It's like I'm gonna let people down around me. But the, the, the part about it is Jesus suffered 100% false lies, on our account. So it's like. Jesus as he's on the cross they're saying you're not actually God if you were you would send angels down and stuff like that it's like they put a crown of thorns on him and they're like you're not actually God and like all these things like and you see him there he's just like twisting and pain and all these things he's suffering for us and he was alone like the first time in all of eternity God was alone. That, like, he had perfect, like, it was God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And, like, they're having perfect fellowship for all of eternity. You know, it's like, they're just, like, so happy. Like, God is so happy. And on the cross, it's like he's taking on our sin. So it's like he's separated from God, and he's alone, you know? So he's, he's like, he wasn't meant to be alone, you know? He's meant to be in that perfect fellowship. So it's like... He did that so that we could have his true title and we could have this the title of being loved and accepted and now that like all these if you claim Jesus like if you're a Christian it's like these are true in Christ it's like you can be loved and accepted you are worth you have dignity and we're all made in the image of God so we deserve respect and dignity and all these things but it's like we're also fallen and it's like we deserve wrath and condemnation but through Jesus we can be accepted. Um, And so when you really start to live out the gospel, it's like, I don't have to appease these people around me. Like, you know, Peter, if he was living out the gospel, he wouldn't be looking around. It's like, I know who I am and what my mission is. So it's like, I don't have to worry about like these, these Jewish people over here. It's like, I can really follow the gospel. Like the Jew and non-Jews, like everyone can receive this truth. And so this is what the gospel does. And we have to give ourselves the gospel every day, you know. And if you're not a Christian, it's like you can have something better. It's like you you can have eternal, like lasting joy, lasting treasure, uh, lasting um, hope in Jesus. You know, it's like you can have anything better than anything else you could ever experience um, for like eternity. You know, it's like all these things that we experience that are good, like. Friends and family, you know, food and like all, all this stuff is like, they're just like glimpses of like what God is like. And they're just trying to bring us to like, God's just trying to show us himself, you know. And so a couple of verses later, there is Galatians 2.20. So it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so this is a result of the gospel. It's like Paul says, I've been crucified just as Christ has been crucified. And I've been raised a new life. And so that if I live by faith in what he's done, that I will be changed. You know, it's not, it's no longer I live, but it's someone completely different. And so it's like, you can have this freedom in Christ if you're not a Christian. It's like, and... If you are a Christian, it's like preach yourself, preach this to yourself every day. And so I encourage you memorize Galatians 220 and just to realize how much Christ has done for us and it really is true. So that's all I have.